Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Record today on C103. Call Patricia with your comment. 1850-333-103. And Richard in Botswana was on to the programme. This is to do with the spread of flu that we have at the moment and the fact that the hospitals are under so much pressure and a lot of it is down to the amount of people that have been admitted to a hospital with the flu and the message has gone out to people that if you think you have the flu or a family member with the flu the message has gone out to contact your doctor and don't just turn up at the accident and emergency uh, department. Richard is from Botford and he says he was up by Cork University Hospital and he was in the waiting area of the accident and emergency and uh, he was there you know, waiting with somebody. So he spent sort of a a period of time observing what was going on. And he said he was really struck by the fact that there's only one door in and out of the accident and emergency department. And he said people were coming in and out through the same door. But he said people who were very obviously sick, then there was nurses and doctors and there's people visiting and people travelling with other people, bringing them up to the A&E department. He said with everyone coming through one door, he said he can't for the life of him understand why there are not two doors. One for people that are very ill and and then one for certainly well I don't know if you could have one for the visitors but certainly you could have one for the staff he said also the alcohol gel which is outside of the door he said he, while he was watching he said not everybody's using the alcohol gel it was the one thing that really struck him that not everyone who went in or out the door was straight away using the gel which you're meant to do and he reckons that that's causing a lot of the spread of the flu that's doing the rounds at the moment. 1850 Now, as you may have seen over the weekend on social media, it certainly is getting picked up in a number of the papers uh, today. Smashed headstones, statues knocked over. This all happened in St. Catherine's Cemetery in Kilcully, where significant damage has been done. It sparked a Garda investigation and it's left families whose deceased loved ones are buried there, it's left them uh, really uh, distraught. Now, one uh, local campaigner for the elderly, Paddy O'Brien, whose wife is buried in the cemetery, uh, is on the line and he, Paddy O'Brien, joins me. Uh, Good afternoon to you, Paddy. Good morning, Patricia, and thanks for asking on to the program. Well, you're very welcome. Your lovely wife, uh, Pat, is buried in this cemetery. Firstly, your wife's headstone was not left untouched. It was left untouched, but I just make this point very strongly, and it's this, that my thoughts this morning are not just with the people whose graves are vandalised. The people like my left eye passed, uh, we're suffering as well, because regrettably, it brought all the, 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 the memories of long ago back to your mind again. I stood in that grove yes, at my wife's grave yesterday, and I stood and looking at the grave, and I said, Pat, we bought her here 15 years ago after suffering in hospital cancer. She was lying in rest, and it was a consolation for me to visit her throughout the year. 
she's at peace. And yesterday I said that peacefulness is gone. It's not as like a graveyard anymore to me. It's like a battlefield. To look at all the graves knocked around, destroyed, that there are people in our society have no respect for respect for, 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 for a safer place. Graveyards mean nothing to these people. I met an 85-year-old man who cried and he told me about his wife died five years ago, what he was experiencing. He said, this reminds me of my funeral day. And I said to him, you're telling my story. And that was the situation. I was there on Saturday and Sunday. I went out there last night to check something. I drove out there last night to see, was the gate into the cemetery unlocked or unlocked? And it was locked. I would call on the city council to do something immediately. That graveyard should be locked after dark, after when we get dark at six o'clock. People have no business in the graveyard, and that's what happens to the and, and what happens as well is that years ago, there was a spate of robberies there from out of cars. Yeah, people like, leaving what? valuables parked outside. Yeah, and yeah. I remember highlighting, and I, think I spoke to yourself, I, I know I spoke to um, one or three, and we discussed, because we got out of publicity, there was stealing of valuables from cars. I remember it, yeah. The city council said, okay, <clears throat> and um, they put up the CCTV cameras, right? But now, regrettably, and unfortunately, they didn't take up they didn't cover the people actually entering the entering the cemetery. It's in the car park only. I'm calling on the city council to look at the situation. They're speaking now about a very, very, very serious situation. How many graveyards were damaged? Well, I counted about 16, 17 damage. You know, some of them are very, very badly damaged. Some of them beyond are repair. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh jeez! Never again! Never again! Look, there was one grave in particular. I like to explain to you. You go to the graveyard, turn right, and it was a, a lovely grave under a tree. There were no no graves to the left or the right. This person lived for trees, and her family said. It was, I met a friend who knew the family, and this grave was there. When I went on Saturday, the bits and pieces were there, the bits and pieces, right? They were vandalized, and I went yesterday morning, and I went to visit that grave again, and everything was taken away, the broken pieces taken away. And what was put up there? Flowers, a, 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 a homemade, self-made a cross. Yeah. One of the family made a cross. And, um, you know, the place they have on the coffin with the name of... Yeah, little brass the, plaque, yeah. The name up there and the date. So this was it. These people had to go in and buy a coffin plate, I'll call it. I know. And nail it, oh, nail it onto the cross. It's so and difficult. Oh, it is so, and these something. and they weren't. They were just indiscriminately targeted, were they? The, yeah, yeah. the headstones here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they were way up to the left, to the right. There were statues, heads knocked off, stuff torn on the floor. There was about a grave not too far from my wife's grave, and they did damage, but they couldn't knock the actual stone. And the people pointed this out to me. They went from behind, and with their feet, their footprints, mucky footprints, ah. they tried to knock it down, and they couldn't. But the damage, damage, damage was done was just absolutely incredible. And it's the psychological damage and the emotional damage. Which just right. I said that this morning to people. I'm just saying like, it isn't just, uh, I know that I, I was spared what the other people said. We're, we're all suffering this morning. It's bringing us back again. My wife died on the um, 14th of March, uh, 2004. It's bringing it all back again. I know, all back again. I know, I know. I'm not the only person. Yeah, you think, you think that your relative is safe in a, in a graveyard, in a cemetery, 
and what happened there. They're not, they're not. I don't know what's going on. I mean, what people are suffering. I met another lady yesterday out there. She was uh, 87 years of age. She got a taxi out. She only heard about just in the morning. She got a taxi out and she told me herself she was so confused and hurt that she just couldn't, she, her mind couldn't tell her where, where her husband's grave was. And although she was there two weeks ago, so hard. And the different stories. That, and I left Saturday night. I left Philcolly Graveyard on Saturday night and it was five o'clock it was dark and there were people inside. And I stood at the end and I looked back and I said, you know, Paddy, this reminds me as if this, this is not reality. This is not happening at all. This is like someone making a film. People cry in graves, people hugging each other, people comfort each other. And do you think that it happened over Christmas, um, Paddy? Yeah, just, exactly. just adds to it. Stay there because Jason wants to come in on this uh, discussion. Uh, good afternoon to you, Jason. Good morning. Hello, Trisha. Happy New Year to you. And many happy returns. Have you loved ones buried in Kilcully? Um, I've my father out there, Patricia. Okay, and was and his grave left? Was his grave damaged? Well, thanks be to God, Patricia. At the moment, no, it's okay. But what we're worried about is that my father's um, grave is at the corner by the footpath, you know, Patricia. Yeah. And if these, sorry for using the words, but these scumbags who are doing this, if they're walking around, you know, I'm afraid in case they could attack my father's stone. Now, my brother was out there uh, Friday. Maybe Paddy was saying it there now. I don't know. But my uh, my brother was out there Friday um, to my father's grave. And he saw elderly people on their ground, on their knees, crying yeah. over yeah. what yeah. happened yeah. to their gravestones or their yeah. loved ones. Yeah, and they're a generation now, that, that would never... They're a, gen- they're a generation that could never understand the mentality Trisha, of anyone that would do this. Trisha, do you know what? What it is says it could come to them. Yeah. And it could come to one of their loved ones. Would they like if someone did that? No, they wouldn't. Um, no, they because wouldn't. Because at the end of the day, Trisha, it's hard enough burying your loved person, but and it's hard enough to go out to their, to their grave. And imagine then finding out then that uh, you have to pay for a gravestone and everything, and that's being demolished by a local thugs who are on drink or on drugs or whatever. Um, <coughs> it's an absolute disgrace, Patricia. Okay, let me and bring let, let me bring David in on this. Thank you for that, uh, Jason. Um, uh, David, your aunt is buried in Kilcully. Yes. yes. Uh, and uh, was the, the grave was okay? Well. I went out there Saturday evening after work, after work, and to find that the grave was okay. But the, the question I would raise at this stage, right, and I couldn't, and my heart goes out to the people that their graves were damaged, right. But the question I would raise at this stage is, what are they, what are the girls doing and the council doing to prevent this? Because I mean. Like, well, we know right there's was, a guard investigation. Yeah. If right was right at this stage, right, that graveyard should be locked. There should be uh, cameras in there and there should be security guards around there as well. OK, let me bring back stage. in Paddy O'Brien. Paddy might know. Are you still with us, Paddy? I am still with uh, Paddy, what, what is happening from the Gardaí point of view? I know there's an investigation underway and from the council's point of view that you know of. Can I just say something? And I'm very, I'm very sincere and genuine with this. 
This is not a blaming game. The guards have no control over this. They can't sit outside every guard, despite the fact that my wife is there. They can't sit outside every graveyard watching it. No, it's up to the city council for a proper security service to lock the door that I spoke about earlier, to lock the gate and into the place. Now, what's happening is this, that this, the, the in fairness to the city council, they are now increasing the security and they will be, that place will be checked out every hour from today, from actually this morning on. Is checking, but what's very important, they must put up cameras watching people going in, number one, and number two, they've got to lock lock the doors. I think it's, it's really them to peace myself. I think it's unfair that people talk about the guards. The guards uh, have no control over it. As I say, they just can't sit outside the door watching who's going in, who's not going in. The city hall can be more strict. They can be stricter, rather. Put up the cameras, CCTV cameras, and then make sure that the gates are locked. So avoiding any uh, entrance into the place. I just, I just think it's unbelievable that we're, that we're having a conversation whereby we've got to lock up cemeteries. What in God's name has gone wrong with this country? All right, and I know there's a meeting going to be held this Saturday that we're hoping to talk about. Um, yeah, I think that's confirmed for tomorrow, John Paul, is it? Uh, we'll be talking about the, the meeting. Okay, yeah, finally, Paddy. Yeah? Can I just say one thing to you? Yeah. It's all relevant. About our churches in Cork City, not in the city, not in the Cork City, but on the suburbs. And a priest says mass in the morning, the doors are closed. The church is closed for the day. Several churches in, Cork, in the suburbs of Cork City. Why? And I know elderly people are affected. Elderly people love to go to visit the church during the day. And for years this is happening due to vandalism in the church. Yeah. Vandalism. Yeah. I think we're coming to a time where we have, which is regrettable and appalling situation, that we will have to have security people walk inside in, in, in the graveyards and we'd have to have security people in the church. I, I won't mention the names of the churches, but well-known areas, the churches are closed half to 10, 11 o'clock and a person can go and say a prayer if they want. Okay, listen, we leave it there, gentlemen. Thank you okay. for that. Uh, thanks, Paddy. And thanks to David. Thanks to Jason. And it is an issue that we are going to return to tomorrow. Uh, what has happened at uh, Kilcully St. Catherine's uh, Cemetery, Kilcully. Uh, uh, a lot of people saying anyone caught desecrating graves should be physically horsewhipped in public. We even have one gentleman who is offering to, he said, I, I will wield the whip they're the scum of the earth. A lot of people just having no understanding at all as to how and why this could happen. Locked or unlocked. They shouldn't have touched those graves. Locked the culprits up. And that comes in from Mary. And someone else was um, Anne in Mitchellstown says, we visit our loved one's family in Tipperary buried in a graveyard called St Michael's but if you're not there before 4pm in the afternoon the gates are locked now there is a side gate but it's a long way to walk then to many of the graves from the side gate that seems to work in Tipperary Margaret and Donnerell says I have to get somebody to go to the graveyard in Kilcully I had to get somebody, obviously she's a loved one buried there, but locking a cemetery won't work because they'll simply get in over the wall it's all empty bottles of drink parties in graveyards our partner was buried at this graveyard uh, and the grave behind was damaged. God almighty. Shocking. Just absolutely shocking. OK, let's uh, park it there. Um, we, As I say, because it is an issue, we're going to return to tomorrow because we, heard, we have heard that there is a public meeting that's going to go on in the Commons Inn on Saturday. I think it's to get everybody whose loved ones buried there, try to see where people can go from here to try to stop and make sure this never happens again. So we will pick, pick up this issue and come back to this issue tomorrow. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.